hitting record because it's always a fun weekend when randomly it's like wait we're not gonna get the rogues for the ufc call could it be spotify could it just be the super bowl could it be all the angst but what we did get was israel out of sanya which means it's time for verbal tap to show the proofs fighting way easier from outside the cage i'm your host kevin with me of course raf esparza raf how are you i'm good i could have worked it's fine but you know who also could have worked that event who uh he could have uh done commentary if he wanted to what's that dana yeah this is that schedule conflict uh, that was some bullshit no that wasn't a real thing but didn't you guys say that uh you know i mean people say a lot of things but he could have worked tonight if you wanted to all right we're all more confused than we thought we were when we walked in nonetheless i'm good man we had a fight companion that we did out of gracie laguna hills that was a lot of fun uh i will tell you though it is a different broadcast when you are not drinking oh for sure it did change a few of the things, but I'm interested to ask our guest, the returning, the very interesting, the very, very nice, polite, but also savage human being in one, Andy Night Night Varela. Andy, question for you. Where we left off last week, we did fight picks, but there was a question I didn't ask you that I wanted to ask you, which is you keep teasing these violent posts. Like, you keep teasing, like, you know what? I've been missing violence in my life. Do you <laughs> seem to be teasing either a return to MMA or just a more increased violence in your jiu-jitsu game? Because as is, it's already pretty aggressive, sir. Uh, yeah, a little bit of both, for sure. I'm going to get trials done with, and then I'm heading back to MMA. Good for you, sir. I mean, you definitely have a very flashy and fun style to watch in jiu-jitsu, but I have wondered what new things that you would pick up that you would be able to do in a uh, a new round of MMA fights. So I was just looking at that, and I just thought, oh, my God, it's poor training partners. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I found a little piece, a little bit. Well, that's good. So you watched the fights this weekend, sir. Where did you watch them? How did you enjoy them? What was going through your mind throughout most of the night, sir? Um, so we watched them at my crib. We were pretty interested because we put some parlays down. Uh, I was completely off, but my boy won like 800 bucks. Hey. Yeah, for like 20 bucks. So it was a good little parlay. What, so did he have two Yavasa? Was two Yavasa in his parlay? Yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah, big two Yavasa was in his parlay. Sorry. <laughs> so so I want to see the ticket now. <laughs> Go yeah, because <laughs> the other thing I'm thinking about here, Andy, is you were <laughs> burning the candle at both ends. You were putting parlays down, but you also had an over-under that you did on this show. So did that complicate how you were betting? No, I didn't even, honestly didn't even, I was kind of just circling on the parlay, honestly. (laughs) Okay, good. Goes to show there was about as equal thought, uh, I think, in both regions. Let me ask this. Your friend, your training partner, you mentioned King Casey was going to make a statement. She did. She did win. However, 
there was an after part that I wasn't prepared for because I could understand, okay, listen, people, maybe you really, really like one of these fighters, but to actively boo another fighter after they fought is a little rude. And I saw her absorb it and then return the energy back to the crowd. And I said, yeah, I guess that's what you got to do, especially if the crowd's being a dick to you. So how did you take all of that, especially because you know her? Uh, I don't know if they're booing her or booing the judge's decision. Sure. I don't know if it was that. Yeah, I don't know. But if they're booing her, I don't know really why. Uh, I don't see why they'd be booing her. Um, well, to but... be fair, this was a crowd that was yelling out, free Joe Rogan. As if he is captured. So, by the way, if there's an organization Texas on the planet, you're like safe. Texas is always wild. It's the UFC. Like, the UFC <laughs> is not canceling Joe Rogan. He is no. the fifth least offensive thing that ever shows up to a UFC card. <laughs> like, there is. So, I, I did it. I did see that. It was like, what is. You have lost your mind. Dana White is not canceled or. But Dana White doesn't give an F about anything no. going on in the press. So I was just, uh, I agree with you, Raph. I was surprised to be like, uh, free Joe Rogan. Like, this is the freest organization on the planet. People <laughs> fight with their elbows and shit. Like, have you been watching? However, Andy, I would say this. I wondered that too, but you're a performer. A lot of people like what you do. Kevin and I have done stand-up in front of people. Now, there is the option where they can boo you when you do stand-up and have been booed even by some of my friends where I'm like, you paid to come here and you want to boo me. And they're like, yeah, that joke sucked. And I was like, well, you suck. And the nice part is I know what that feels like to go right back at the audience. The weird part is in our world, we win them back over because we roast them and say, no, fuck you, guy. And then they start laughing. This was different where she then took on the full heel persona. So again, how did that feel for you? Because there's nothing you can do other than just watching it absorb it. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I think it's good. I think it was good for her brand anyway, that she uh, took that position, obviously. Um, And also there's a bunch of people screaming, fuck you. And yeah, fuck y'all too. Exactly. (laughs) She did it after beating some ass. That always helps, doesn't it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. After you fuck someone up, it's like, what are you gonna say to me? See what I just did in there? Yeah. Well, even though I won money, crowd, by the way, I had a Casey O'Neill, Toya Vasa, Adesanya hmm. bet going. That was my night. Well, Andy, you should know this: that even though the crowd seemed a little tepid or confused, who knows? Uh, toward her. She did gain 20,000 followers as per MMA gains. So on her Instagram page, she went up by 20,000 followers. So at least the people at home had some sympathy for somebody who is, again, fighting. I think if you're booing fighters, it's got to hit a pretty high threshold. Like, you really have to make me boo you for something. And I don't think just fighting a fight against a person that you like is something uh, that, that merits it, but that's just me. Um, let's go to the top. So let Wait, me ask... Maybe, maybe, 
Maybe it's because she didn't touch gloves at the beginning of the fight. I don't know. Oh, who gives a shit? At a certain point, I'm going in there to fight somebody else. I'd like to think I would have good sportsmanship and be the first person to touch gloves. But Kevin also has rolled with me, and Kevin is one of my best friends. And he knows that at a certain point, I'm like, we can do all of that after. Raph goes into yeah, defense before. Raph has no interest in bumping hands with you. Go fist someone else. That's what he says. The Raph show? The Raph show. Uh, <laughs> it's defense Andy, time, bitches. I, I think that's the unfortunate part. That Andy, well, first of all, we've never rolled. And everybody who has rolled with you that I know has come back with the following report, which is, yeah, it's a lot. One bruised mm. rib, one tibia <laughs> that I think he did disjoint. I can't prove it. Uh, an ankle that just isn't the same and a chin that's hurtful. Does that sound about right, Andy? I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's injured Nailed anybody. It. I won. It's, it's more so yeah, in the past. I don't think he's injured anybody, but I've definitely got reports that's like, it's a lot, dude. It's it's yeah. a lot. And I go, yeah, I'd imagine that. I mean, do you not see uh, this guy yeah. flying all over the place? Uh, yeah, I, I attack you for sure, and especially in a gym role. I'm, pretty, I'm, a, I'm a lot, for sure. But having said that, you extrapolate that one further, which is you're fighting somebody in a cage. Eh, you know, who gives a shit if you fucking touch gloves? I mean, again, she wasn't saying anything really disparaging. She was just kind of eating it up, and then she did it. So before we move to the next fight, I would like to ask you, what do you think that she did in that fight that you were impressed with as a teammate? Uh, just avoiding takedowns, you know. Uh, Roxy's pretty good at getting people down over time and holding them down. And I think her footwork and range kept her in a good spot the whole fight. And landed uh, most strikes in Messi history. So she was doing her thing, you know. That's what's up. Let's go to the top of the card, Kevin. What was your reaction to Israel Adesanya's, I guess, win? Uh, some people didn't love it. Well, we hit this point with some of our superstars, right, where I think we view their career differently than they view their career. We, and th I'm speaking specifically to your point, and I'll get to the fact that he won in kind of dominant fashion again, kind of fucked up Robert Whitaker in the first two rounds and then was like, well, I'm all set. And we saw that it didn't work in football for my beloved Chiefs. Did work here. Israel Adesanya doesn't view this in terms of I have to murder Robert Whitaker to cement my legacy. I don't think that's how he sees it at all. I think he sees, well, winning this fight, 2-0, going to pepper him up, going to get the third one in, then fuck it. And that's kind of a thing we've seen over time. I'm a little surprised to see some of the, the backlash because I thought it was a fun-ass fight. Not one, like, I will say, not a lot of takedowns. It wasn't a jujitsu night for the crowd. Not not this I mean, not this group of fights. Listen, Robert was trying. Bobby Knuckles was a hundred percent trying to win that fight via wrestling, and I think it was we found out that night. Uh, people didn't really care. Let me ask this: So, Andy, when you're watching this fight, what's going through your head? Are you enjoying it? Do you like it? Because I think the hard part that it is to explain to certain laymen is that there's a technical brilliance to what Izzy does. It just may not be your cup of tea because he's not knocking out Bobby Knuckles. 
where were you at when you were watching it? I was a little sleepy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I forgot we were talking to Mr. Flash himself. Uh, a very exciting grappler. It was late. So, so what was sleepy about it then? I think it was just a long day of fight. But I don't know. I, I feel like it's always cool when champions are like going and dogging uh, contenders rather than uh, taking them five rounds all the time and kind of you know just winning by decision. What's like weird? To it, but obviously that's hard. I'm just talking shit. They're, just, they're the best in the world, but yeah, there's something that's great there because I think more and more we get the combination that beats Izzy is probably going to be somebody who has really solid wrestling and jujitsu that could be problematic that could keep themselves safe. The problem is Izzy's really good at striking, and it's a difficult thing to get around to get those takedowns if somebody is that problematic on getting on the inside. Bobby Knuckles did have his back-ish for parts of it. And I thought, man, this is an unwinnable task for him because, to his credit, he was making it as competitive as he could. It's just that game plan was not going to give him the win. And I did my best to try and think, man, it's possible you could beat Izzy, but not because you're a better fighter, just trying to game it. And it just... It was very difficult to watch for Bobby Knuckles because I thought, man, he really is trying. And yeah. it's just not there. Yeah. Having Thank said you. that, when you do watch this, though, and you, you do look at Izzy, and he is this dominant champion, the first person that they bring up as his next opponent is Cannoneer. Does that fight excite you at all? A little bit. Kenny gets after it. Uh, I think Izzy kind of plays the same fight. Long range striking picks him apart a little bit. Kicks him a lot. That's the same thing, though. Uh, Kevin. He won by elbows, Raph. It is a violent mm. term to win by it's elbows. True. It was a good one, too. I really like that one. Mm. Kevin, if you're about to be picked up after a loss like that, would you want your child to be in the trunk and surprise you? No. And okay. I'll tell you why. Don't like surprises okay. in general, specifically okay. dealing with children in trunks. Though, mm-hmm. I am willing to put a small asterisk because, you know, New Zealanders, like people really, Australians, just different level of humor, I think. Yeah. It's like, oh, crikey, kid's been in the trunk for eight hours. It's a good bit of laugh, though, isn't it? And you're like, <laughs> What? ESPN put up a very wholesome piece of content where Bobby Knuckles was greeted by his children when he opened this trunk and his kids are like, Hey, and he's like, good day mates. And it was weird because there's a part of me that goes, that's very adorable. But also can you kids not be in the trunk? Cause that shit just isn't good for me. I'm just, there are other places in a car you could be literally anywhere else. But putting them in the trunk is like, you're not groceries. Get the fuck out of here. It is Houston, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go and and say this. Kevin, you you alluded to this, and I do want to give you the opportunity to say what happened. You texted me while I was on the air, and you said that you had issues trying to access the fights. What the fuck happened to you? Oh, these MFers. So 
if you're like me, the only thing you pay for on ESPN Plus is the UFC, and every time I click it, they're surprised by my sure. behavior, Raph. The ESPN app loads for 45 minutes. It looks at me like, you know, are you emotionally available enough for this relationship? It asks me if I'm committed to it long term. It gives me the full fucking nine degrees. And I I get in like as the decision's being called for Bobby Green. And then, of course, motherfucker blacks out during Cannoneer Brunson, <laughs> pissing me off even more. So the app was in rare form. I was able to get it doing the same F because people were like, well, did you try resetting it? It's like, yes, I tried resetting it. I tried doing everything. I tried giving it a hand job. I tried begging it. I tried giving it some cocaine. I don't even, I called my guy. I didn't know what to do. Did everything. It wasn't on board. For the worldwide leader in sports, ref, it was not leading me in sports. Unfortunate. Very sorry about that. Mm -hmm. But you know who also had an unfortunate night? Derek Lewis. Andy, in last week's preview show, you said that you like him. You like the jib of his cut, all that sort of stuff. And unfortunately, (laughs) uh, he went night-night. Did you at least enjoy the knockout, though? Uh, Who are you talking about? Derek Lewis. His haircut. Derek Lewis got that, knocked out. The knockout. Yeah. It's not you didn't not like that. you like the the cut of his jib. It's an expression. I might have dyslexically <laughs> said it, but yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, I, I liked him getting knocked out as well. But you were also rooting for him. So there was a little bit of me that when I saw that happen, I go, Oh man, Andy really just likes that guy. Yeah. I don't yeah, I, I, I like violence. So it's cool seeing someone get knocked out. <laughs> That's fair. Kevin, when that happens, how long do you think it takes before someone is going to mention the word shoey? I can tell you how quickly it took me to scream it as I was celebrating mm. my bet. Tai Tuyabasa was plus 120. Like he, you could get really good odds on him. So I dropped uh, some money on it as I sent Raph braggadociously on my long list of bets. I put some money on the Shuey man himself. I screamed Shuey right as it happened. It, did you see the broadcast? They had mm-hmm. two a holes doing a Shuey right before it started that looked like they had yep. no idea what was happening. It was like. Well, that's Sully, and that's Murph, and they hate to do a fucking Chewy down in Houston, baby. Look out. It was weird. Mm. It was, I was like, that was the worst moment in television history, but, you know, we'll just zoom in. And uh, I did see Dana White do a Chewy. Gross. Okay, but the Dana White one was a fucking boot. Did it have a funnel? I don't know. Like, when I looked at it, I go, this shit has jumped the shark if Dana White's doing the most bougie version My problem, of a shoey that's like, it's the this spit. is stupid. If you put the spit, like, through a strainer that catches it and takes it uh, out. Just, maybe. I don't want to do any part of it. Andy, is there a scenario in which you find yourself doing a shoey? Never. Thank you. Okay. I just, I need <laughs> to hear other human beings say that I will not do it. Because people are bullying other people into doing it. And more importantly... I feel like we're perpetuating this as a problem because every journalist does the, hey, are you going to do a shoey? Stop asking them. It's not that good. 
to do that. It is actually a dumb thing. And then when we watch it, everybody goes, yeah, that's dope. And then you see all these copycat versions of people in the crowd. That dude went over and they had branding after he won. So Tai Tuivasa went to some person that had writing on their shoes. And I thought, this is a sponsored fucking shoey. So now even the artistic integrity of doing it is fucking sullied. Like it's a fucking Diet Coke commercial now. Get the fuck out of here. So that's where I stand. If other people feel this way, you have to say it. Because it's super gross. And I'm just not with it. I just I don't want it. And I get these are people who fight in a cage. So there's a little less concern of how their well-being may be. But it's just blah, 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 vote. Only it. a matter of time before a UFC venue <sighs> decides to serve beers in a shoe featuring Tori Vasa. It's going to be good. You're going to dig it. So let's ask this. We'll go to the uh, – we already briefly talked about the Cannoneer fight. Is that how you saw it going? Because that first round, Andy, Derek Brunson, you know, was getting in a few shots that were a little concerning. Um, I don't remember who you had picked on that one, but – you also seem to be wagering just at a whim of anything. So was that something that you were betting on that night? And what were you betting on? Like, what were the bets that you made on those parlays, if we can ask? There's just $20 bets. Or just a couple. On, sure, but on who? On, on Blood Diamond, Doug Silva Andrada. <laughs> who? On who? I, I, don't even, I can't even tell you, but I don't remember, honestly. But I think I went... Brunson. No, I don't think I've done that fight, actually. Well, the good news is, is that it didn't seem like you lost too much money if you're putting down 20. That's good. That's easy enough to do. Having said that. Oh, yeah. Wait, I won my other parlay, though, so I kind of made it back. What was the other parlay? Just KC and Adesanya. Okay. That's pretty good. You put it on the person you know. And then you put it on the favorite in there. So that way you kind of double on those uh, those things. So I guess in a way, even though he was being boring, you probably looked at Izzy and you're like, yo, that's okay if you coast to a win because that means I win too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was okay with it. Are you also betting on the Super Bowl as this is happening or is this just a uh, mixed martial arts sort of thing that you bet on? Or are you betting on other sports as well? No, I wanted to, but no one gave me the tip. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of harder for me because my newly recently beloved Rams uh, did an amazing <laughs> job over the weekend, and I'm very proud of them. So uh, I find that I should not be betting on teams that I want to bring something nice and pretty back to my city. So I was more than content taking a win. I wish someone had given him just the tip. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go through these very quickly. Roy or Hanato Moicano. Kevin, did you have anything on this fight? Were you able to see this one? Because I think it was in between the ones that kind of blacked out for you, right? Actually, yeah, but I did tune in for the rear naked choke and uh, Mm. was like, fuck yeah, jujitsu. I had a small moment. I don't know why. Right? And I knew it was going to be our last moment of grappling. It was like our – it was – there was a really good Kyler Phillips choke of the podcast, obviously, mm-hmm. but that that was pretty sick from Hanato Moicano. Plus, you know, had Moicano, so big win for me. 
Was there anybody else that impressed you, though, Andy? Mike Hondo was fire. Yeah? Super fire. Yeah, the interview was dope, too. He was like, Boa, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Boa account going on at our viewing party. Uh, I just realized, I was like, this dude's going to yell Boa at me, and I'm just going to go, yeah, sure, dude. Uh, yes, correct. Uh, so let me ask this. You're, again a great performer you're a great person to watch what make you a bobby green andy because when i saw him win and he's doing that shimmy and like dude he does not give a shit half the time he is in the middle of danger nah he he is super smooth he was a great great uh great fight to watch it's always cool when someone's fucking technical and they're having fun you know yeah, and I mean, dude, that's the hard part for me is as much as I know that I'm a good showman when I need to be, I also don't have the ability to keep my hands that low and not take any kind of hit. Like, to me, when I see that happen, I think you're a certain kind of being to be able to pull that off. And it was dominant, dude. He got the unanimous decision, 30-27s all around, never really in any major danger. But when I look at him and I thought, yeah, there's just something fun and exciting about the way that you do this. I wonder how long this party can go. Yeah, he, he's smooth with it. So, having said that, Andre Olovsky picks up a win at the age of 43. Kudos to him. Kevin did already mention his cousin, Kyler Phillips, picking up a win. Was there anything that kind of spoke to you other than that, just from any of the other fights? Uh, that you were kind of impressed with, or you thought like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Uh, Abby Green's performance was sick. Bonkano's, Tai Tuvasa's was sick. Uh, uh, nah, nah. Okay, that's fair. So as we're going oh, through that, all these, that, that comes that comeback from that Brazilian. When he was getting beat up when he got that choke. Yes. Yes. I think, is this uh, the Douglas Silva de Andrade de Espinosa de la Carta? This dude had about 19 different names. He did have a lot of names listed. That one. Yeah, that was actually good. I was watching that. So just to fill you in, as I was driving down uh, to Laguna Hills, I, I finished training. And I get in the car for about an hour and a half. And thank God I have my ISPN that I can watch these on. And it is something very interesting when you're stuck in traffic and you're in almost standstill traffic. And then somebody honks at you because you like glance up and you take two seconds longer to look at the fight and you go, we're not fucking moving. You want me to move up three feet? No, I'm going to watch this fucking highlight. Fuck you, dude. So it was a very fun excursion for me. Uh, True. And I have to say this. I think it's because we had people who were visiting the city as a result of the Super Bowl out here in L.A. And all I could think about was go home, go somewhere else. Do not come here. I know this is supposed to be a big time. I do not need you here. Uh, Having said that, Andy, did you watch the Super Bowl? I'm going to just assume yes. And were you pleased or disappointed by anything? Uh, I was in a lot of pain, but I still liked it. Enjoyed it. I was going through it. I'm 
it's this physical pain or, or mental pain of both, like, bro. I fucking, I, it was both. I burned the roof of my fucking mouth with a pizza. Wait, what? So I burned the roof of my mouth with some pizza, and then uh-huh. on Sunday I just started feeling like sick and shitty because I don't know why. But how did you burn your mouth with pizza? Like this seems well, like the most rap, paper no, cut I mean, version you can of. Understand so- that one? It's all hot. You want to eat it though? Yeah, I just picked it up from the store and I put it right in my mouth. <laughs> oh, no! I burned the roof of my mouth. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Pretty dude. bad. I'm still like fucked up right now because of it. Have you been putting like cold drinks in there? Does that help? Have you had any soothing sort of things? Um, yeah, I've been I've been trying, but everything. Any okay. kind of marijuana based things that could help ease the pain? Hey, oh. I've tried everything. I'll you tried it. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. That that's honestly the extent of which I am a doctor. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, after that, I don't know what the fuck to do. So that impaired your actual Super Bowl experience as well. Yeah, I was legit feeling like shit. Damn, dude. Um, were you at all pleased by the halftime show at the Super Bowl? Yeah, the whole Super Bowl uh, was pretty dope. Like the, I, uh, the game to the to the performance was pretty dope. Yeah, Kev, I'll tell you this. So this doesn't normally happen this way, but. My wife's birthday was on the Super Bowl, and it normally is like a week beforehand. So she told me, she's like, I want to go to this fancy-ass place at a casino for dinner. And I said, we're going to go to a casino for the fucking Super Bowl? Have you ever been to a major casino or anything during a big sports day like that? And she's like, nah, it'll be fine. I was like, I don't think she knows what she's in for. (laughs) Cut to me having to watch it on my phone. And then when we get to the fancy restaurant, Kevin, my wife's kind of like looking at me because she would hear me go, oh, yes, yes. And then she's like, dude, we're in a fancy restaurant. And I was like, these people know what's going on. They're aware. <laughs> they know where we are right now. And there's a very sweet waitress who came over to me and they can't spend too much time with you. Like they can't burden you. So they're supposed to be on the clock. So she looked at me and she just goes, oh, what's, hmm, do you want to know what's happening on the Super Bowl? She's like, mm-hmm. I go, the Rams are up, but it's a little testy right now. And she goes, oh, okay. And it's right toward the end of the game. And I go, uh, we have a final score. And she goes, who won? I go, the Rams did. Mm. She just does the quietest celebration. Oh, yes, thank you. And then comes over and gives us a free dessert. And I was like, oh, that was very sweet. So. <laughs> It did pay to be at a very fucking fancy restaurant there, but um, I did notice that because they didn't have a big screen TV like you're at a fucking B-dubs, it was one of the weirder experiences. But, uh, yeah, I definitely did a standing ovation by myself in the crowd at this very fancy restaurant when they won. I regret nothing. So, And I'll say this. Young children, I've been going off about this a little bit, but Mary J. Blige... A plus. However, that was not the Mary J. Blige I needed on stage. I need the Mary J. Blige that was fucking doing crack with Method Man in the All I Need video. That's the Mary J. Blige I needed. Old man, Eminem, sure, fine. 
50 cent no thank you give me a fucking hologram of nate dog singing hooks i would have been fine everything else a plus very pleased kevin did you enjoy the super bowl at all loved it one almost 260 bucks was worried about 50 cent you know hanging upside down not a young man not his time anymore to be doing those types of activities. Everybody's like, is 50 Cent? Is he okay? He looks a little red, doesn't he? Everybody had those moments. Well, um, otherwise, know. A plus on the Super Bowl and B minus on the game. Because, God, that got boring in the second half. But, Raph, big mm. props out to McPherson, a punt ending in a touchback. I'm a happy camper. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, you know, it was a little strange when I saw that at the very beginning when a certain point was missed and I go, Oh, <laughs> like I didn't need this right now. Cost and, me almost uh, $85. Oh, good. Extra point miss. Cause they pushed on the first half line. Thank you. So I think as we circle back, yeah, we can now get to the results. Kevin, do you have some results on hand from your little wager competition? With a dude who's a very competitive guy. The coldest the ninja here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got some word. The hottest mouth became a pretty trending topic for people. They liked it. All right. We both had Blood Diamond. I had Malcone. Perez Chanel didn't happen. Nazrat Bobby had Bobby. We both had Casey. He had Cannoneer. I had Moicano. Lawrence. He did, too. I had Toivasa. I had Kyler. He had Arlovsky. We both had Maxim. He had Olberg. We both had Adesanya for a tie of eight to eight. Raf once a fucking gap. Except Bro, for if one. I used that, if I would have used those picks for my parlay, I would have hit. Yeah, well, you would have done pretty well, actually. You got eight <laughs> of the fights right. You would have done very well. Here's the unfortunate part, Kevin, and this is the part that we may not be covering yet. You did tie on the number of correct picks. There is, is a problem. Uh, yeah, there is from mm. a man. Well, we went into performance, performance, and fight of the night mm-hmm. where I have tied to Yavasa, Kyler Phillips versus his Derek Lewis and King Casey. Well, tied mm. to Yavasa is the only one that won performance of the night. And we both that- had Adesanya Bobby. So that means that you edge out Andy from the tiebreakers. I like to think I hottest mouthed him out, but yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. So unfortunately, Andy, it does look like you lost this week's installment of over under Kevin. What are your initial thoughts here, sir? I lost. We did in our nicest way possible say, yes, you lost. I think maybe twice on tiebreaker. Yeah. Yes. On the tiebreaker. Fuck. Okay. I accept that. <laughs> I'm so glad that there had to be a recognition of I do not accept these results. It's like, no, no, the, the results are final. There's not really a contest here. We don't vote on them again. Um, Kevin, what exactly did we wager with the young man? I don't know. All I keep thinking about is every time I beat someone from 10th Planet, naming it something mm-hmm. cool, I'll call this one getting cryptocurrencyed, which is where <laughs> we tie. And then I win on a technicality. Sure. Uh, uh, the bet was he has to do mm-hmm. WWE BJJ now. He has to participate yep. happily. Yep. Happily. 
well yep. as happily as no nah, i mean you got to really sell it for the camera and you can't say it, that you're it doing it you can do hey listen so the beautiful part about wwbjj is this you can do whatever you want it could be a finishing move it could be a storyline it could be a technique that you're teaching people i just feel from the vibe i have gotten from the videos i've seen that you've done they're just short of a storyline because the athleticism is good, obviously. You make it really fun. But the whole creation of WWE BJJ was when somebody would put me in an arm bar, there's a concept of if you grab a rope, you're supposed to like get a rope break. And when I first started doing jiu-jitsu, I was like, dude, if I get the fucking wall mat, they should have to let this arm bar go. And we've always run with that concept and, and done stupid things. So we do storylines. We do uh, gimmicks. We get the whole gym on, a, on on different places where it goes. So it's kind of up to the eye of the beholder. You've just already shown that you have the right kind of thought for it. But don't be surprised how geeked out some of your goons get. Because when I've gone to uh, 10th Planet in the past, and I would go to the morning or the night sessions... And I would show them, I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, this is how I do a professional wrestling move in a jiu-jitsu context. And I'll show them my transition to it. They're like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, I'm not good at jiu-jitsu, but I know this, this stupidly. <laughs> so it'll be in about three weeks. We'll be asking for a video. So if you need help, I'm happy to send you some recommendations. I think there's some really funny things or dumb things that you can do. It's just all depending on what you want to do. Is there any kind of thing that you're leaning toward? Would you rather do a move, a technique, a storyline? Uh, what uh, are you feeling? I'll go. I'll go all out. I'll think of something. Okay. I'm and maybe Randy Savage. Maybe. Oh. Uh, maybe uh, infiltrating some people and attacking them. Well, let's take it back to last week. There were eight people who beat you up last week. This is your time to extract some revenge on them. Okay. So now you could line up these people one by one and take them all out with a different finisher or the same one, depending on what you want to do. Um, you know, the sneak attack approach is very, very funny. There's again, there's so much creativity on this. And one thing you should know, uh, I believe uh, as of what's that, sir? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Uh, one thing that you should know is that it does appear I'll be making a appearance in Vegas in the next month. So I might even be able to help uh, make a few suggestions out in person. Okay, cool. Yeah, hit me up, bro. I'll be here. I, I, I know where to find you. That's the nicest part of this whole thing. The only thing that is a little difficult is, is I try to do my training when I'm out in Vegas in the mornings so that I can spend the rest of the day with the wife. So, yeah. uh, I will definitely hit you up and, and try to coordinate that, but I think we can uh, come up with something very funny. Cool. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. All right, Andy, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming back on this week's show. We're going to give you an opportunity to shout out anybody you want to in a second, but because you were the loser here, I think that Kevin might have some words of encouragement that will help you regain your focus. Kevin, do you have any kind of notes or suggestions for Andy here? I think he'll really you, Yeah, I think you'll really appreciate this. I think you're a little bit too much muscle, not enough technique. 
I think your overall approach to this was you tried to brute force me, and what you needed to do was let me take the fight where the fight went. So uh, as your coach here, I just uh, would advise you to you know be a little bit more flexible, a little bit more willing, and when someone starts to uh, you know perform some tough maneuvers like the Wall Street, which is what I did to you, you just have to be careful and uh, you know stay stay ready for defense. You'll be fine. Fuck. Okay. I'm <laughs> it's always the worst when Go ahead. No, I was, no, I was good. <laughs> I was just gonna make sure. It's always the worst when the guest just ends with Yeah, I'll take that. I'll apply that to my like, life. I'm gonna heel hook Kevin so fucking hard when I see him. Yeah, fuck no, I'm gonna turn to your face. <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh, he knows it's my money maker. He's researched yeah. me now. He's like, this guy's all right. good looks. You're handsome, huh? I know I can tell by your voice. You're handsome. See, <laughs> see, rap. I oh, told God. you. This is, I, I this is very you. much taking a turn. You know what? The best part is when I re-listened <laughs> to last week's episode. There's a moment where I give you carte blanche to go ahead and ask Kevin any question you want to get some shit talking things. And you're literally like, would you say that you're attractive? And I go, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. There's a lot of things that I expect, but that was not one of them. Andy's and kept us on our go, toes for a whole sure, episode. Sure. And it made me think, like, I don't think I was wrong in giving you a Prince-like impression. Because that does sound like something Prince would say to be like, do you know who Prince is? Yes, good. Thank you. So when you said that to him, I laughed really hard. And then you essentially, after that question, go, no further questions needed. And I go, um, I mean, I'm sure you could ask any other question you wanted to. But the one thing I didn't say on the show that last week when you did say that is I go, for years, Kevin would lead the charge that he was the good looking one on the podcast. And I was like, we, you know, we shouldn't know. No, we're not letting that moniker go. Stand by my stance. <laughs> I just, I'm saying if I'm dressed in a proper suit, I look like a fucking million bucks. Like, if we're looking at who looks more like a James Bond character, it is me in a suit. Hmm. Otherwise, I don't get dressed up. I look like trash, but I dress the part when necessary. You look like Idris Alba's less attractive cousin. I'll take uh, that. I think about that statement real quick. His cousin, not a brother. You said anyway, we, less attractive look, brother. I have to go. This is over. Yeah, we don't need to drag. <laughs> All right. Tell, Andy, tell the people where they can find you, where they can see or you Idris, next. Excuse me. I said Alex Ola. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is Andy. I lost. Uh, yeah, you did. You can find me at ninja.andyrella on IG. I'll be competing. ADCC trials, April 2nd, 3rd, catch that shit, watch that shit. Uh, so I wasn't, couldn't talk much today. I burned my mouth with some pizza. Uh, but yeah. You know, you know, I'm pretty sure our audience will have a lot of sympathy. They're going to be like, guys, guys, he burned his mouth with some pizza. Like, Shut cut up. him some fucking slack. You know? Like, you're fucking you know? perfect. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it for us tonight. Sorry about your Ninja Turtle injury. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Good night and good fight.
Bye, guys. Please note, the new number is...